When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Hey, NFL fans, welcome to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alfstead, sitting down with Keith Myers. We're talking NFC West team needs post first week of free agency and prior to the NFL draft. We're just taking a look at rosters and um, kind of doing evaluations uh, for each division. And we're starting with the NFC West this week. Welcome in, Keith. Yeah, this is... um an interesting division because last year they were easily the class division in the NFL. You had three teams make the playoffs. Um, the fourth being a team that's, that had been kind of a, a perennial playoff team for over a decade. Um, and then, you know, that kind of fell apart finally, but um, you three make the playoffs two make the, um, the uh, title game um, for, you know, the NFC title game. So it uh, was a great division now viewed as one of the weaker divisions all at once. Um, a lot of stuff has happened and um, just an interesting division that you, they need some, some of those draft picks to hit. Yeah. I don't know if it, if it measures out as one of the weakest divisions, I think it's definitely diminished. Obviously it started with the trade of Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos in the AFC West, got mm-hmm. him out of the NFC West. Demonte Adams comes back into the, uh, into this division and in, in uh, for the Raiders or not the, not Devonte Adams, but, um, uh, gets out of the NFC. Um, so you'd think it would be, it make this division um, competitive, but I think the loss of Russell Wilson's uh, understated a little bit, uh, really sends the Seahawks back on their heels uh, mm-hmm. to where they're, you know, they say they're going to be competitive this year and they're going to oh. you know, win now mode and Pete Carroll's going to come out rah, rah, rah. Uh, they're, they're not going to be good. Their offense is really not great. <laughs> their uh, defense is uh, pretty uh, pretty decent, but it's not enough to carry a team without a Russell Wilson who's been carrying that team now for three or four years. Yeah. Um, and um, Drew Locke is now at the helm. That's not going to intimidate anybody. Uh, chances are they won't stand still there, but that's the way it is right now. Um, I've got Russell. I've got the uh, the quarterback position as a, as a position of need for the Seahawks. Drew Locke is there, but the NFL draft is coming up. All eyes have been on uh, Malik Willis lately. 
had a great pro day. Uh, there's talk of Desmond Ritter rising up a little bit and Kenny Pickett maybe uh, dropping back a little bit. What is your thoughts uh, as we start talking about the roster? Just start right at the top with the cornerback, uh, quarterback position for the Seahawks. Well, the Seahawks, if they're smart, they won't touch any of these quarterbacks uh, in this draft because, um, you know, Malik Willis has all the physical tools, but go watch his tape and you'll rec- realize that um, the guy has not been playing in an offense that translates to the NFL. He's got a lot of learning to do before he's ready to play. Um, I think that's, that's totally, absolutely true. And the rest of this group is not good. They're just not. Um, there's not a there's not a true franchise quarterback in this class. Um, so the best thing that they could do is probably play Drew Locke and lose. Um, the roster as it stands right now is like a three or four win roster, which puts them in position to draft a quarterback a year from now. And we know that next year's quarterback class is going to be pretty good. So um, it's good that you have quarterback on there as a team need, but I just don't understand how they're going to make that work and actually end up better and not end up with a an Andy Dalton style, you know, caliber quarterback is you can get to the playoffs, you might be able to win a game in the playoffs, but you are not a true contender. If you have a good a roster. Yeah. Yeah. And as we um, as as we can I mean we can talk about Seattle's roster. I mean they're uh they got Chris Carson and Penny at running back. Chris Carson's got the neck thing uh that he was injured, yep. went on injured reserve last year. He's still under contract doesn't necessarily mean he makes the team come training camp or out of training camp, uh, especially if they look to the draft to add to that um, corner uh, running back room. Uh, wide receivers are looking okay. They've got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and, and Dwayne Eskridge there. Freddie Swain as their fourth guy. They may draft a guy later on. Um, but They should. But it's, not... it's, a good, it's a good wide receiver draft, and yeah. you can get – you can get a guy that adds to your wide receiver room uh, late in the draft, and they, they should do that. Uh, but then you start looking at the offensive line. Their offensive line is 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 genuinely kind of awful. Um, it's been awful for years, and right now they have no offensive tackles that look like NFL starters. Um, they've got a pair of young guys that have the talent to develop into that, um, but they're both their starters are gone. They they they're both. Um, they were both free agents. I guess they're both unsigned, so technically they could come back, but they're not currently on the roster, and the team has made no effort to go re-sign them. Um, but they just don't have offensive tackles. They're okay at at guard, and at center they've got a guy who didn't play last year. Um, he played like 17 snaps or whatever it was uh, over the whole year. I mean, that's... Um, yeah, yeah, Austin was- Austin Blythe, previously of the Rams. So the Shane Waldron, Andy Dickerson, which is the uh, offensive line coach for the Seahawks. There's the connection there. But again, mm-hmm. he didn't play last year. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. So so on offense, I mean, this they have receiver talent, but they don't have anyone to get him the ball. They've got questions at running back because they have two guys that had that that are never healthy. They don't have an offensive line that can that can pass block or run block. And um, they don't have a quarterback. So what are you going to do with, okay, and I, we didn't mention that they've got a pretty good tight end group, but you've got tight ends and receivers and nothing else. Um, well, at that, least you came the out on the, bad. at least you came out with something positive for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's not looking, it's not looking good. So no, they're, they're, they've got legitimate needs all over the offense. Um, you know, it's a good draft. They've got some high picks. They've got what, four, 
four picks in the top 100 right now. We know John Schneider, he likes to move around, so they may end up with five picks total out of the top 100. Uh, a couple of those on the offensive side, I think, would help them a little bit. You're right. I don't know that they're necessarily going to look at quarterback. Maybe one drops to them at 40 or 41 that they would consider. Maybe a Desmond Ritter or somebody like that. Otherwise, I think they stay pat and kind of move towards next year. Pete says they're going to win this year. They're likely going to finish below five wins probably with the mm-hmm. roster that they currently have, even if they add to it in the draft. It's just yep. going to be an uphill struggle for them. On the on the defensive side, Keith, um, I've got down edge rusher, linebacker, and cornerback. Is that about right? That's about right. Um, I would say uh, – you mean they're set at safety because they got the they just you know resigned um, Diggs and they've got Adams. Um, they're actually better at linebacker than I think, uh, and edge rusher than I think most people will realize because they're they're making that scheme change and so a couple of guys that are listed as defensive ends are now going to be outside linebackers because they're going to be in a three four. Um, so that kind of helps. But they they need someone to line up next to Brooks where Bobby Wagner was last year and. Um, you know, so they, they that's need a big, that. that's a big hole. Bobby, big, Bobby Wagner, man, all pro, yeah. uh, multi-year, all pro first ballot hall of famer. Um, and so that's a huge hole in the middle. Uh, so they do need, they do, they need linebacker, but they don't need um, between edge rusher and linebacker. That's kind of the same thing in this, in this defense, because they're going to be switching to that three, four. So, um, the, honestly, their defense, despite, seeing some names leave um the defense actually has some decent talent um it's not a great defense by any stretch of the imagination but it's not a terrible defense it might statistically end up terrible because the offense can't stay on the field um and keep them off the field but overall um there is some defensive talent on this roster but this looks like it's a team that's headed to um the ability to draft a franchise quarterback a year from now Okay. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. Their, their cornerback room is kind of questionable to me. Um, you know, inside yeah. the, the loop on the Seahawks uh, folks, they're, they're kind of, uh, they like their corners, but it's not going to intimidate any uh, opposing offense. I don't think worth with Trey Brown there already already burns is a kind of a retread project. Sidney Jones getting his second life with the Seahawks. Um, and then Justin Coleman, uh, their slot guy just resigned as well. He's probably their best piece. Um, you know, that that's proven anyway, over, over a long period of time. So it will be interesting to see what they do. Yep. All right. Um, I've got to figure out Keith on my end. There we go. How to change this. So let's move on to, um, the Arizona Cardinals and, see what they want to do. So this off season, they haven't done a ton. Um, they haven't done much of anything. They haven't it's done much weird. of anything. They, they have Rodney Hudson at center, Sean Harlow, Justin Pooh guard cornerback. They've got Brian, uh, Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson, edge, uh, JJ Watt is the piece with Zach Allen. Marcus golden is there. That's actually a pretty decent group. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I've got it listed, and then AJ Green's unsigned. He's at the end of his road. They've got Hopkins and uh, Rondell Moore, um, Rashad uh, Rashad Lawrence from LSU, who they drafted pretty high, um, is their defensive tackle. 
three tech they're they're looking pretty good they lost chandler jones they lost chase edmonds the running back jordan hicks the linebacker christian kirk got an absurd contract at the wide receiver position um they were able to re-sign james connor zach ertz at tight end um and then a couple other pieces but really i thought for a team that was somewhat close last year uh, kind of fell apart down the stretch um funny enough as you predicted um <laughs> didn't really go out and try to do much uh with free agency mm-hmm. and then um we'll, we'll see what they they do in the draft but i've got their uh team needs on the board there what do you think well they seem to have taken a step back overall um you know center and guard are both problems that's uh, right in the center the, the interior offensive line yeah and they've got it they've got an unhappy quarter um quarterback um you know they also need they need to give weapons to that to that unhappy quarterback so they can't block for him they don't have people to him for him to throw to i mean new hopkins is still great and um you know they've got talent at wide receiver but they they did lose christian kirk which was their take the top off the defense guy and uh aj green who yes he's at the end of his career but he was steady and really helped um when hopkins got injured uh both those guys are are not going to be there this is a team that needs wide receiver help they need offensive line help they got to figure out how to get their quarterback happy there's a lot that needs to happen and they didn't really do much um in free agency to fill any of those needs or any of the problems that they've been having on defense either so uh and the fact that they lost their best pass rusher one of the one of the league's best pass pass rusher um not just theirs but just an absolutely elite player um and there's no, they've done nothing to replace him either. Right. So, well, they still have JJ Watt, who was injured most of the year last year, and Zach last, Allen, Marcus Golden are still last year players. and the year before. Yeah. And the right. year before, right. um, JJ Watt's great when he's on the field, but look at the last four seasons, he hasn't been on the field very much, um, and that ends up being a concern if they are expecting him to be the guy, um you know, going forward. So, and they've always needed cornerback help. Uh, that, that's been a, a situation for that. Yeah. Team for and quite and those guys are middling guys. I mean, they really are. So mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. So draft pick wise, it'll be interesting to see uh, what they do. Um, okay. So you got, we, we've talked about two teams that have both taken significant steps back. In the and, NFC West, which is which was really competitive last year, and you know mm-hmm. it, it really confuses me because they've got their franchise quarterback, they've got some pieces. You would have thought Arizona, this would have been the year they just go all in. Um, yeah, I mean least. they were they were what ten and two um, at one point mm. in, in the number one overall seed, yeah. you know, spot. In Kyler the Murray NFC was and, was the MVP guy, and then um, as every. Um, Every team that their coach has ever coached um, has done, they faded down the stretch and looked awful doing it. And so then you end up with a situation where, you know, they made the playoffs, but they weren't competitive there. They made one one game out of the, what was it, the last seven games, last six games. Just overall was not a not a great situation um, for them. And then they they've taken a big step backwards and they haven't improve to try and you know get past uh that get over that hump so it's a it's interesting we'll see how far back they go they have their franchise quarterback um and that's the hardest piece 
and Seattle's going to learn that uh, this year. But you've got to put some <laughs> stuff around true, him, right? Yeah, interesting. And then speaking of franchise quarterbacks, um, San Francisco um, is the next team there. Uh, made it to the NFC title game kind of unexpectedly. Um, they kind of they, backed in. Uh, honestly, they did. I mean, they they were that team that never really looked good at any point of the season. Um, they were winning games that they could win. They lost some games that were head scratchers. And then they lost a couple that, you know, you expect them to win. They're like, okay, they're going to make it as a wild card, be one and done. And they ended up winning a couple playoff games. And you're like, yeah, but do are they are they good? Are they actually good? But there they are in the NFC title game. So maybe they are. Um, overall, though, the biggest question that they're going to have to deal with isn't on your list. And that's what they do at quarterback because they've got the guy that led them all last year and got them to that game. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is a limited player. He's not a not a guy that's going to go win you games. He's a game manager type. And then they went and spent three first round draft picks on uh, the elite upside guy in Trey Lance. But then they didn't get him any playing time during uh, his rookie season. So they still have to deal with his growing pains if they move in that direction. And if they stick with Jimmy Garoppolo, then why did you waste three first round draft picks on Trey Lance? Yeah, like that, I'm that's confounded a, by that. That's the whole situation there is weird. I think they make I, that. I don't even know. Move. Yeah, I don't even know why. San Francisco has waited so long to move Garoppolo. They missed a window of opportunity where the trade market was just on fire. Everyone was like trying to figure out their quarterback situations. Now it's too late. Everyone's yeah. kind of settled in on what they're going to do. There's Jimmy Garoppolo, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe with a, without a playing position in 2022, who knows they, they don't dare set um, Trey Lance again. Do they? No, they can't not for, not for a guy that, I mean, it's not like when Aaron Rodgers had to sit because you had Brett Favre, right? You're now you're sitting Trey Lance for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, that's just weird. Um, that but is that's weird. It's just the whole situation is, is, is odd there. Um, and, and the thing is, I want to say they've got one of the best coaching staffs in the NFL. Um, so the, this whole situation is just odd. Um, especially given they've got a coaching staff that I really trust. So, um, yeah, it's just strange. Overall, though, they're it's a pretty good roster. They they've got some things that they need. Um, you know, they 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 need defensive line help. Uh, they've lost a bunch of key pieces the last couple of off seasons. Yeah, they've got um, Nick Bosa and, and Eric Armstead there, which were great. Are great, but after that, it's really thin. They brought back Maurice Hurst, who's been kind of a wash so far mm -hmm. as a as a draft pick. Um, and there's just not a lot of things to build around after after that. Nick Bosa was injured the the one year. Eric Armstead's a great piece on the inside, but I'm telling you, they're probably going to end up trying to draft somebody. I w I would think. Yeah, I mean, this in the past when that defense was scary, that was their strength, but. <laughs> Over the last couple of years, they've had to um, let some guys walk because you can't pay everyone in the salary cap league. And, you know, they've missed on a couple of draft picks. And um, now what was once a major strength still has a couple of elite players, but there's no depth. There's no, uh, mm -hmm. they need a, they need a third starter. Um, they need a, you know, a nose tackle in there. And um, it, it's, it's just weird to see that 
defensive line be the top two things that 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 defense needs yeah and i think you i think you're missing cornerback on your list um yeah you're, you're right cornerback uh, could have been could have been on there for sure they did yep. get Shavarius ward from the chiefs that's their mm -hmm. biggest uh off-season signing in free agency uh but after that it's pretty thin um they still are missing jason verrett who was there last year um he's still unsigned out there in, in free agency and a number of other guys as well dante johnson um you know as a guy that they really like and is out there in free agency i'm not exactly sure what what's going on with their cornerback room keith but it's probably something that they will address i just figured that they would they would address those bring those guys back and they just haven't yet shown up yeah uh running backs another one um for them they the last couple of years they've kind of uh, wanted Raheem Mosert to be the guy and he just hasn't been able to be healthy and now he's gone. Um, and for a team that wants to run the ball, they want to have that, get that outside zone, um, running game going, play action, yeah. lots of bootlegs, everything. You've got to have a running back. And, um, you know, they've, they've piecemealed it together with random Elijah, Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon. Yeah. And, you know, guys that, I mean, they're okay. They're not special. Um, and I, I just, that offense would be more efficient if it had a guy in the backfield that teams had to focus on. I, I, I agree. Yeah. It would certainly make Trey Lance's job easier because if they're focusing on the running back and he pulls the ball down and rolls out, um, he's going to have more time. He's going to have more space. He might have be able to use all that athleticism to get up the field. Um, they, I, I, to me, that's an understated uh, need for them is running back. Yeah. I mean, okay. They do have um, Samuel who's moved to running back last year at wide receiver. Yeah. Yes. So, so True. maybe, um, maybe I'm overstating that because if he, they leave him Not there, really. Not but really. If they, that, if that's they, susceptible. That makes him susceptible to injury and he already yeah. is. If they leave him at running back, then they need multiple wide receivers, which you also have on your list. I would really like to see Samuel used as a weapon, put him in the backfield occasionally, line him up in the slot, get him outside, move him all over the field because teams will struggle to line up guys against him because he's so dynamic. He can do so many things well. Um, pigeonholing him into a single role removes some of his effective effectiveness. He's just yeah. too good. So yeah. uh, I want to see them get a, get a full-time running back and then they can move Samuel around all over the place. Yeah, and at, at uh, wide receiver, they're down Travis Benjamin. Muhammad um, uh, Sanu is gone now. The, both those guys didn't perform up to mm -mm. you know where they wanted them to perform anyway. I think that's definitely a position it of is. need for them. And then tight end with Kittle there, he's really the only guy. It'd be nice to take some pressure off him or mm -hmm. have some help uh, with an inside inline blocker type that could um, help out the tackles there on a, you know, kind of a poor offensive line overall i mean so. going back to the to the wide receivers the fact that they've got Ayuk and, and um samuels i mean that that is a, a quality pairing i yes. mean straight up they do they need people beyond them yes because especially if you're going to use samuel in the backfield sometimes and move him around they need another guy um and luckily for them this is a great draft to need a, a wide receiver because there are a bunch of really good ones Sports fans, look at the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any NFL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, so let's... so that that just moves us to the Rams, you know, yes. Super Bowl, the Super Bowl champion team. Um, as we work our way up the division standings here, um, the Rams are interesting. They're really interesting because they just they're coming off a Super Bowl win. Uh, they went all in on last year, and it worked. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, they it, traded it, it, for uh, Stafford, and he came in, and and. Um, you know, we knew that the team had the opportunity as soon as it moved on from Jared Goff um, because the, the team was being held back. The offensive playbook was only being used about half of its ability. And um, sure enough, Stafford just came in and, and went to work, did, did his business, and they had a mid-season acquisition of Beckham. And mm-hmm. um, that really helped, even with Woods not, yep. not being in there. Well, I mean, that's one of the things is people are like, oh, he had too many interceptions and blah 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 well a lot of that happened when woods got hurt um they had this like mid-season like slide where they they went from looking like a super bowl team to looking like maybe they're not as good and then they came back and started looking like a super bowl team once they got beckham integrated into the offense so he could do for the offense what woods had been doing um and i mean they won the super bowl like what what can you say about their method um when it worked, it worked exactly the way they wanted it. To. Yeah. And it was, it seemed like it was a diminished situation though. Green Bay kind of fell apart a little bit at the end there. And um, the Seahawks were going to be in competition with them. They fell by the wayside. The Arizona Cardinals completely fell apart down the stretch. Um, it just, and, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, just weren't, uh, you know, <laughs> weren't that good at the end. And, um, the Rams just by default, I think, kind of ended up into that spot. Now, fans are going to kill me for saying that, but it's it's true. And then they faced the diminished, kind of marginal team in the in the NFC Championship game with the 49ers, and they were kind of the default team. Yeah, I think that's not giving them enough credit. Um, Matthew Stafford was a great acquisition. They went out and got. Um, uh von miller to provide some pass rush balance so it wasn't just um you know they made some good moves i mean the the beckham jr and and the miller signings i i will have to say made that team over the top it really did and and um they were they were just they were balanced they were good they weathered that storm in the middle of the season came out um you know and I just I think that you're you're underselling a little bit. I mean, this is a team that does have the best defensive player 
um, in the game, uh, right in the middle of that defensive line. And yeah, right. uh, it's, it's, it makes, that makes, that's going to win you games. I mean, he's just so good. Um, we're talking about Aaron Donald for those of you who couldn't figure that part out. Um, but ultimately though, all of that, what we're talking about, it worked. They won a super bowl. They got their championship. Um, what is happening now is, well, they don't have any of those draft picks. The first round pick, um, it was gone to, for the Stafford trade. Their second round pick was gone to the Von Miller trade. I think their third round pick was gone to the Von Miller trade. Um, there's a lot of draft picks that aren't there. They have to wait a long time. Yeah, I think they picked the their their pick. first pick is in the hundreds, you know, low yeah. hundreds. Yeah. And then on top of that, Von Miller left, signed a massive deal with Buffalo. Um, yes. You know, they, um, Odell Beckham Jr. not coming back. Uh, you know, these guys that. They well, they got, did get Allen Robinson. They did get Allen Robinson, which was a really good get. For I think them. that's actually um, an upgrade, actually. Yeah, uh, but overall, yeah. you know, he, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like they, yeah. they, they rolled the dice on these these guys that were rentals, um, paid the price for it, and now they are looking at, you know, how do they extend this window? They have guys, all those guys left. Yeah. Um, they don't have a lot of cap room. They don't have any draft capital. How do they extend this window and try and go win another one? It's a they're in a really interesting, um, and kind of tenuous spot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Robert Woods left. He was replaced. Um, then they got Allen Robinson this offseason. Darius Williams, their corner, left to the Jaguars for, you know, some absurd amount because that's the Jaguars. Yep. Austin Corbett uh, to the Panthers for the same sort of situation. Um, they re-signed uh, their left tackle. It looks like Whitworth is, is definitely retired. So, nope, uh, Boom's coming back. He looks like the inherent starter there. I did put offensive tackle there as a team mm -hmm. need because of that. I think they like no boom, but they might look to the draft to address at least depth there. Um, it, it's tough when you only have a limited amount of draft capital. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Brian Allen came back at center. I thought that that was fortunate for them. Um, Matt Gaze back at, at kicker. Coleman Shelton came back as a kind of a backup center option for them other than that it's pretty empty um at corner i mean they got jalen ramsey um and then it's pretty light after that i mean robert yeah. rochelle was injured on injured reserve last year he's kind of projected to be the number two corner there mm -hmm. uh, linebacker they have taven howard and justin hollins troy readers yet to unsign uh andrew whitworth i mentioned is retired they have leonard floyd at, at, on the edge but that he doesn't really have anybody paired up with him. Yeah, they um, they they he, he is a is a good pass rusher, and I'm not I don't want to say this, but he also would benefit greatly from having Von Miller on the other side. Yeah, um, and that gave them really you know three guys that could after the quarterback, one on each side and one in the middle, and now they're back to what they were before the trade, which is one on the outside and one in the middle. Um, right. they, they need another, they need another edge rusher. And then at tight end, they've got Tyler Higby, but no real options, you know, to, to pair with him. So, um, d do the losses then outweigh the gains this season so far for the, the Rams? And do I, you think it affects their ability to compete for, for the division and, or the NFC? Well, I think the losses do outweigh the gains. I mean, there's a lot of things that they that have left that have not been replaced. 
um, you know, including Von Miller, their starting left tackle. We already went through it all. Those were big contributors to the Super Bowl team. At the same time, we've already gone through the other um, the other NFC West teams. Who is going to step up and compete with them? Right. The, for, the 49ers may be. If, if Trey, Trey Lance works out. If Trey Lance works out. Um, if Trey Lance has some serious growing pains this year, uh, Arizona, but they already st- stumbled and struggled and, and couldn't finish the deal last year despite that great start. And, you know, they've taken a step back. So I still think they're the class of the division. Um are they the class of the NFC again? I don't know. Tampa's coming back. They've been I able don't to know that they were necessarily the class of the NFC last year. Like I said, I think that they backed into it. I think I, they were like the second or third team last year. I mean, Green Behind Bay was going to be well. Green Bay was going to be the team um, up until the the until they lost. Um, yeah. So you know, I mean, it it just worked out that way. Um, this year, Tampa's going to try to come back. Green Bay is going to be in it, but they just gave away Devontae Adams. Yeah, um, I mean, it, they're the the, entire, the NFC has gone kind of inter- the entire it's been very interesting. The entire NFC as a whole is diminished. Um, this division, which went from being really solid and very difficult to win, it seems like every team has taken a step back. I still think that they're the the team to beat in in this division. And honestly, I mean, Green Bay, but Green Bay. Devonte Adams is gone. You know, Smith is gone on the defense. Those are two incredibly um, important parts of that team that got them, you know, to where they were last year, which wasn't the Super Bowl. Um, Tampa, you know, they're the they're they have to be considered the team right now, right? I mean, they were they were they they were won it the year before. They were close last year, but they had all of the weirdness and every wide receiver. Um, on that roster go down kind of all at once at the end of the year um and you know nfl yeah, nfl.com and um still has them ranked as number two overall tampa bay is number four san francisco they have actually as number five i think that's too high initially for san francisco maybe they might be able to rise up that high uh yeah. number six is the packers i'm just doing nfc yeah. and then you got to go all the way to number 12 after that dallas cowboys and then um it doesn't get any better i mean you've got to go then all the way down to number 18 cardinals so mm-hmm. what did i mention like four or five teams in the top 18 everything yeah. else is in the afc now so um since you're doing we're doing the nfc west where's seattle on there my guess is like 29 i would think like 23 or 24 let's say they're 24 currently previous rank 20 they ended the season 21st which I think was too low. So they're behind the, the Panthers. They're behind the Panthers, and um, right uh, following them is the Chicago Bears and the Washington yeah. Commanders and the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, interesting. You know, that, it doesn't account for for much there, but I just thought I'd share that just as a kind of a where yeah. the pundits have them ordered it's right just, now. The NFC just as a whole, it's it's, it's very interesting because you have. Um, Matt Ryan left the um, the NFC, and you had um, just Russell all this Wilson, talent. Obviously, yeah. Russell Wilson, Avon Miller, all these all these talent, all these names left the NFC and moved. Devontae Adams moved to AFC teams. The AFC is going to be brutal, and the yeah. NFC is going to be like 
who's left standing that can still <laughs> play football? Um, yeah. And oddly, oddly, right now it feels like Tampa is the team to beat um, with an 80-year-old uh, Tom Brady at the helm. Um, so, so there you have it. I don't know. I'm going to make 80-year-old Tom Brady jokes until he stays retired, but that doesn't mean he can't play. That's why I have him. He, pro- the, he probably looked. He probably looked at the same thing we were looking at, and he was going, "Yeah, yeah I've got a he's legit like, shot at coming back and making the Super Bowl he, again." So he's like, "Yeah, the, we could go win it because who's going to compete? It's it's really Green Bay and the Rams ish." Do you think Green Bay is going to be okay without Devontae Adams there? It's really hard to tell because their offense has been so structured, but Hackett's moved on. Now what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers there? Is he going to have weapons? Is he going to like where he's at? Is he going to complain? You know, that's a that's a whole he's, thing there. He signed that massive deal, and, and then, then Adams they, left. And then they traded Adams, and it's like right. he was already complaining about the fact that they all of his receivers were leaving, so what are you going to do now? Um, they clearly have to go do something, go sign, make a big, that's where, that's where we talked about. And you're seeing the rumors out there, not just rumors, but you know, legit writers talking about the DK Metcalf situation in Seattle, because Seattle's timeline, if they're going to rebuild, they've got drew lock there. They're going to take a look at him. It sounds like maybe some, you know, kid in the draft that would be kind of back up initially. Um, where does DK Metcalf fall into this? You've seen. Devontae Adams get the mega deal. Now you've seen Tariq Hill get the mega deal. Um, he's eligible now for an extension. Do the Seattle Seahawks want to pay DK Metcalf going into the future with uncertainty at the quarterback position, or do they take advantage on the team building mode that they're currently in and get what they can get for DK Metcalf? Yeah, it depends on what the Packers offer because if the Packers come in and offer, I mean, you're not going to get the Tyreek Hill um, trade where they got five. Why not? Pay. Guy's young, guy's big, difference maker, tilts the field. Why not? He, why why not get a two two firsts out of this deal, or or a first, a second, and maybe a second the next year? Because I just go look at production, and Tyreek Hill is a guy that um, has been more productive over the last three years. True, but um, look at the offenses that that DK Metcalf has come out of. Now, granted, Wilson's his quarterback, but nonetheless, it's a yeah. pretty restrictive offense that they've been in. It is, and and but I, I do think that's there. And then I don't know. I'm just Tyreek Hill is a guy that when you I've I've heard um, interviews with NFL quarterback cornerbacks, and they said that the the hardest guy to cover in the NFL is Tyreek Hill because There's not no only because he's the fastest guy in the NFL, and he, it doesn't matter what you do as a defensive player, he can run away from you, and you can't catch him. Um, and on the same top of can that, be said with DK Metcalf on against most guys. I, you true, know, it's just but, interesting, but, but he's got the size and he's prototypical. I mean, he's got Hill, so much upside, Keith. The thing with Hill is that he has that that speed. He's faster than Metcalf, which is scary because Metcalf's really fast. But he's um, he's got that short area quickness too. He gets in and out of breaks as fast as anyone in the NFL. Um, Metcalf doesn't do that. He's well, six and, and four, the yards 220 after, pounds. The yards um, after catch, too, is yeah. just a, and so, a total difference maker. Um, so I, I just, I think I, that, I still think it would be a shocker. I think that I think that you would be shocked I that of what teams may be willing to give up to get a DK Metcalf on their roster. Just by the virtue 
of the crazy trade market offseason we have oh, seen it's so far. Crazy. But if, if Seattle could get three or four draft picks, including you know first and a second for and DK take it off the Tennis, books in the future, I'd have a hard time seeing them saying no. I and mean, they don't have a quarterback that can get him the ball. You know, it's like that's have, the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. It's like he's gonna squalor. He's gonna he's gonna languish this year. He's gonna be yeah. complaining. He's already has some maturity issues we've seen come out. Um, and it's it's gonna be pretty ugly. And if they can turn that around and get something positive out of it this year, again, in a roster uh, that we just talked about at the top of this show, that needs help all over the place. Everywhere. Not just one position. They're not just one position away. DK Metcalf's not gonna help them or hurt them this year well, i don't think dk metcalf is really the uh ferrari in the garage that you can't afford to put gas in right great but what good does it do you that'd be very interesting i mean this next couple of weeks or right before the draft i could see a draft day trade on something like this where it's like what else could you ask for in the 2022 offseason but a draft day trade of dk metcalf for first round you know multiple multiple picks it'd just be It'd be the icing, really. Yeah, this has been this has been a really fun offseason. True. I mean, so. completely remade the landscape of mm -hmm. the NFL. I mean, that's not an understatement. All right. I think we're out of here. I think we're Thanks, out of here. Keith. We're coming back here. The next seven shows, we're doing all um all the division, divisions. All the all the divisions, every team, every need. And uh, so we're talking about a ton of players. And um, so hopefully you guys will join us. Find Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. I'm at Alpstead NFL. The show's at PF underscore playbook. Find us on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. Please subscribe, share with your friends and family. Until next time, take care. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Alpstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.